Hey everybody, happy Sunday. Welcome to Sunday service, August 22nd. We've got two beautiful people with us today. Let's see if we can get your guys' name up on the screen. Let's do that. Her name is not Carolina, it's Carolina. <laughs> and guys, I actually think that we were, I was talking about a deal with somebody this morning that you guys are actively working on. And I'm sitting here thinking, why has Steve and Carolina not brought this deal to us? Go lock this deal up and go and sell this thing to us. It's like a crazy good deal. That's the idea. What's going on with that deal? Why haven't we, why haven't we locked that deal up yet? Well, uh, Mike, who's working with us, he's uh -huh. awesome. Um, he's he's going to lock it up this week for sure. And then definitely bringing it to pace. Cool. <laughs> well, um, so guys, everybody paying attention. We've got about 80 people watching live right now. That'll trickle up to about 350 to 400 people before the evening is through. And we'll probably have about 2000 people watch this um, intermittently. That's kind of what happens in these longer podcasts is people come, people go. But at the end of the day, if you guys are downloading or watching this on iTunes or Spotify, welcome to Sunday service. Tonight, we've got two special guests, Stephen and Carolina. And this morning in my Sunday Zoom, I have with my new students. Every week, I have a new student hangout is what I call from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. every Sunday morning. I get to hang out with all my new students that come in during the week and I get to know people and give them some additional help on a weekend because so many people are not full-time real estate investors. So this morning, Mike comes in and he's like, hey, Pace, I've got this deal. It's really challenging and I don't know what to do with it. And I'm like, okay, well, tell me about the deal. And he starts talking about the exit strategy on this deal. And I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's start from the very beginning. What does the seller want? Let's talk about that. What does the seller want? And he goes, oh, well, the seller wants zero down. And I'm like, zero down, zero down. The seller wants zero down. Okay, great. I like the sound of that. What, where's this located? He's like, oh, it's in a newer home. And I get the address and I look up the house and I go, holy moly, this is a cute as cute, cute as a button house. What's the interest rate if the seller is going to sell or finance it to you? He says 0% interest. And I'm like, okay, he wants a, your seller wants a zero down. So I don't have to give the seller any deposit. He wants a 0% interest deal. And I'm like, why is this so hard? Go lock up the contract and sell it to Cody and I. We'll buy that thing from you, give you guys a big assignment fee. And he said that you guys were kind of stuck on how do we keep this deal because you guys are in the very beginning of your journey is that you're running into these awesome opportunities. But I think the challenge is so many people get caught up with how do I exit the deal they forget that you can just assign seller finance deals and assign subject to deals. Or was this such a good deal that you guys were just trying to keep it yourselves? Tell me all about it. No, honestly, he brought it to us. Um, the numbers did sound amazing. And um, I do have private money lenders. So we were toying with that mm. idea. But um, to be honest, I wasn't really uh, sure where to sell the subject to deals to. So I know this community. I know. I know. We got we, we got that. But, <laughs> but, but obviously he found a buyer. Because it was a wrap that we yeah. were looking at. We yeah. hadn't thought about that side of it. Yeah. So we were let, let, let me. Do you guys mind if I go through this real quick so we can. Yeah, sure. I'd love to get more into your guys' story in a little bit. But this was such sure. an interesting thing. I couldn't wait to talk to you guys today. <laughs> And I was like, I, I didn't call Cody. I let Cody kind of hang out and do his thing today. And, you know, him and I just had a three-day mastermind. And um, those can zap you, can take a lot of energy out. So I wanted to leave Cody alone. But Cody, check this deal out, okay? Um, let's throw this on full screen. So here we go. Mm -hmm. All right, so at? this is in Oregon, which okay. Im immediately I'm like, Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. uh, uh, it's not that we dislike Oregon. It's that the politics in Oregon are challenging for rentals. Yep. Right. So if I'm doing a long term rental and I've got tenants, uh, that's going to that's an absolute no, no for Cody and I. We would never buy a deal like that. OK. However, there's a good exit strategy here where. You guys were originally, let's let's look at the deal. I don't need to pull up the address, but it's in Oregon. It's a beautiful home. And the seller is sitting here saying to you, hey, I will be the bank and I, want, I will put a, an agreement together with you guys where I will lend the property to you. And what was the purchase price again? I forget. 
500. Okay, $500,000. I think the ARV on this deal, this is such great information, by the way, Stephen and Carolina. <laughs> so many people need to learn this. Okay, so many people need to learn this. Check this out. $500,000 is the purchase price. That's what the seller wants. He says, give me $500,000. But the ARV is like four hundred and sixty to $475,000, yeah. right? Right. Yeah, so we're somewhere in, more. Right, somewhere in that pocket. Plus, it needs a little bit of money to just kind of clean it up. Maybe some paint, some carpet, right? right. So most people would look at this deal and go, okay, well, if I'm a wholesaler, what do I got? Cody, what do I got to buy this at if I'm a wholesaler? If you, if ARV is four sixty, you're buying that in the mid to low three hundreds. So let's say three forty. Okay. Every wholesaler is going to look at this deal and say, "How do I buy this at three forty? Yep. Okay. Every wholesaler is going to buy that at three forty, which is why. So so many people say, "Why would the seller seller finance to you?" I have a hundred and sixty thousand reasons why the seller would seller finance to you. Okay, there's the 160,000 reasons why the seller would finance. Then on top of it, if the seller sold it, he would immediately get that 340,000 and he would he would have immediate tax implications on that $340,000. Whereas if the seller seller finances this to us at 500, he can stretch that tax burden over a very long period of time and even potentially have tax write-offs throughout those years coming up that he might be able to avoid all those tax implications depending on who he is and what other investment he, he has. And we're not going to go into that right now. So you get this deal. And here's the thing about it. If I am a retail buyer and I buy this house at 460000 which is what it's technically worth, and I get a loan at, let's say... 3.5%. Cody, can you pull up like bankrate.com or something? And can you do a, a quick screen share? Can you, I don't know if you can do that or not. Yeah, one second. Okay. I would love, if you could do a screen share on this, that would be super amazing yeah. because I would love to see if I'm a retail buyer and I go to this homeowner, I pay 460 for this house at three and a half percent. I go get a loan at Bank of America or Chase or Wells Fargo or whatever. And I'm my purchase is let's say on the amortization calculator, say zero dollars down. Just let's exact let's go zero down. What's, What's my mortgage? 460 at three and a half percent, 30 years. And what we're gonna find out is I want to see at the end of the entire amortization, what is my total amount? So we're going to scroll all the way down to the bottom and we're going to see exactly how much would I have paid between principal, interest, et cetera. And we're going to see what that total is. There's usually a, a little Yeah, bubble. this one doesn't have a total paid. This just has the schedule. Oh, usually somewhere, usually it has the, the total somewhere on there. Okay, here we go. Total interest paid plus total principal. Well, I can't see that. What does it show? show? I, well, I can't see it. So I would essentially pay be buying that property. Let's add those together. Six, I'm adding 700, 700, okay. $743,000. Okay. So this is the interesting thing about creative finance. And this is the interesting thing about this deal is that Steven and Carolina have a deal of $500,000 at 0% interest. So over 30 years, how much money am I going to pay? I'm going to pay $500,000. Whereas somebody else buying this for 460,000, which is the market value, Paying three point five percent interest, they're gonna. What was that number again, Cody? Seven hundred. Seven hundred and forty-three thousand. Seven hundred forty-three thousand dollars. So who? Let me ask you a question. Who is the person who overpaid for this property? Three and a half percent interest person. Right, and that's a pretty dang good interest rate too. Yeah. No, it's not bad. I'll take those. I mean, hell yeah, zero percent can't beat that, but. Shoot. Okay, so here's the problem with this deal, Cody. Here's the problem okay. with this deal. Okay, so the problem with this deal is that my payment, the, the seller 
even though at 0%, the seller says, I want a specific dollar amount of 2,200. What was that, Carolina? What was it, $2,200? Um, hold on. Um, uh, 20, 2,300. Yeah, 2,300. Okay, $2,300. Okay, that wouldn't be the payment. Okay, that would not be the payment. So let's do the calculator. $500,000 divided by 360 months, which would be a 30-year loan. What would that total payment be if that was the actual structure? Can somebody do that math for me, Cody? Or yeah, 500,000 divided by 360 months yeah. would be 1388 a month. 1388 a month. So they the seller saying, look, I know what my pay your payment to me should be, but I want actually a higher payment because I'm actually used to collecting that much money from my tenants. So now what we're going to do is we're going to say, okay, well, no problem. We can elevate our, our payment. That just means that this $500,000 is going to pay off faster. So now let's do this math, Cody, $500,000 divided by $2,300. 217. Yeah, 217 months. Okay, so 217 months, divide that by 12. Let's talk about how many years that's going to be. 18 years. years. So in 18 years, this is going to be paid off at a, pay, a payment rate of 2300 and I'm getting 0% interest on this deal from the seller, which is pretty awesome. The problem, and that all sounds great, the problem is the rent rate in this neighborhood is like 2100 to $2,200. Right. And that 2300 is before taxes and insurance, too. Right. Mm -hmm. So this actually equals closer to about $2,700 per month. So if my payment to the seller who has become my bank is $2,300 and I the most I can. I'm sorry, actually, the payment to the seller ultimately at the end of the day is not 2300. It's 2400. So let's, let me fix that. I'm so sorry. It's not 2400 either. It's, let's add $400 here. So our PITI, principal interest taxes and insurance is closer to $2,700 per month on this deal. And if my rent rate in this neighborhood is 2,100 to let's be generous and say $2,200, I'm immediately before repairs, vacancy or anything, I'm already losing $500 a month. So as amazing as this structure is, this might not be a great deal for us. Right. So that is where Steven and Carolina were stumped and they were thinking, okay, so let's not do a rental because this is a rental rate. They're thinking no rental. Don't do a rental. Let's sell this on a wrap because they have been educated by us that you can demand a higher amount of money on a lease option or on a wrap to the end user. But still, that's really tight. And I think that's what Mike was really talking about this morning is he was saying, dude, are you kidding me? Like, I don't think this is going to work because my payment, my payment on that thing just doesn't justify and I'm going to lose money. Even though I'm at 0% interest, I'm still going to month in a monthly situation, I'm still going to lose money. So let's talk about Cody. I, you weren't on the zoom this morning. What would you suggest doing if you were in Steven and Carolina's situation? What would your exit strategy be? Let's quiz Cody. I mean, my first thought is, can it be an Airbnb? Is it in an area mm. where it could be an Airbnb? Just mm. because it's going to cash flow. I mean, that's going to be probably the best bet <laughs> for it, at least breaking even the net positive cash flow. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. So he says, Cody says Airbnb. Now, Stephen and Carolina, I know you guys have already looked at this strategy of, of an Airbnb. The challenge is when you're newer in this business, buying an amazing deal like this requires closing costs. Yep. It requires startup capital in terms of buying the furniture for an Airbnb. It might even include a couple of months of operating expenses while you pay the mortgage and the principal and the landscaping and you know, all of those types of things while you're getting your Airbnb money sent to you. Cause it's not like a, an Airbnb tenant stays at one of our units and then we get the money that night. Right. Right. So if you're not in the position financially to do this deal, 
what is the proper way to make money on a deal like this if you can't hold it yourself because of the, you know, maybe the upfront costs? Sell it to someone who can. Wholesale. Wholesale? I didn't, <laughs> hold on a second. You can wholesale a creative finance deal? Yep. Yes. <laughs> I, th I thought that every time you do a creative finance deal, you have to hold it in your portfolio. That's what I read in somebody's book. I don't know what book no. that is. <laughs> <laughs> so now here's why somebody like Cody and I would buy this deal. Okay. This is really good. And I hope this is good information, not just for everybody else, but I was really anticipating and looking forward to talking to you guys. And we'll get into other topics here shortly. But like, where the hell did the lead come from? How did the first conversation go? We can jump into all that kind of stuff in a second. But let's talk about the exit strategy. Okay, so check this out. We already have established that the payment to the seller would be about $2,700 a month, right? That's $2,300 to the seller. That's for the principal and interest. Then there's another $400 that would go to taxes and insurance, okay? That's where that $2,700 is coming from. We've already established that a traditional rental is not a good idea because a traditional rental is about $2,100. We've already established that a, um, a wrap is crap, <laughs> okay? A wrap is crap because the most money I'm gonna get on a wrap is maybe $2,500 right? Seller financing that to somebody else. So still, not only are you losing money on the $200 every single month, but you've also got vacancy repairs and like a little war chest you got to worry about, right? Right. And it's kind of the same thing with a lease option. A lease option is really not a good deal either, right? It's kind of, it's going to be relatively the same. So let's look at the Airbnb. Okay. The Airbnb is also not that fantastic. It's about $4,800 a month was my calculation that you will bring in on average. And that's gross. Okay. So let's talk about this. Out of $4,800 a month that comes in from Airbnb, if you guys ended up holding this on an Airbnb, that $4,800, you're going to pay about uh, $700 to have somebody else manage that for you. Okay. Then, so that's subtract $700. Then, you know what we should do? Let's get really um, awesome with this and change colors on people and be like, obviously. Okay, now fancy. <laughs> right, now I'm getting <laughs> fancy, guys. Okay, so I take out $700 for the management fee because I, I ain't going to manage that. Hell no, I got, I got to go buy more deals. I got to go raise more capital. I don't need to be managing anything, right? So $700 a month to manage. I would then throw in... Um, another, let's say a thousand dollars a month for cleaning and utilities. Okay. Then I'm going to throw in an extra $500 a month in buffer, right? Just weird little repairs, weird things stuff that pop up. On these things got to replace some stuff. Right. Always, always little stuff that comes up on the Airbnbs. We had, we had one the other day where we had a leak in the house. We couldn't rent it out for a couple of days while we fixed a leak. Yep. Hmm. Right. So this kind of stuff happens. So that's why you got to have a buffer. Right. Yep. So um, now what else do we got? We have guys. HOA. We got a payment. We got a payment of twenty seven hundred dollars a month to the seller. Right. We've already established that twenty seven hundred bucks. Right. I'm sorry. My my uh, my math on the cleaning utilities that I did earlier is eight hundred. That's what I was looking at. I'm so sorry. I'm looking at my notes right now. Okay, so let's add this up. Okay, we got 700 plus 800, that's 1500 plus this. Oh my gosh, check this out. We have, how much money do we have left over at the end of the month, guys? A hundred doll hairs. We literally have a hundred dollars left over. Is this a great deal? It's in the green. <laughs> okay, this is in the green. But for most people, people would look at this and go, this doesn't cash flow. This is not a great deal, right? Mm -hmm. But here's what I look at, okay? Here's what I look at, and this is what Cody looks at as well, is guess what else we're making? Depreciation. 
Yes, we are, we'll talk about that in a second. That's a tasty little cherry on top. But here's what we here's also what we get. And I'm going to write all this in green because it's so good. We also are getting twenty three hundred dollars a month in immediate pay down. This is like a savings account, and I know that we can't spend this money right away, but we realize this money immediately every single month because that payment going to the seller every month is $2,300 going directly against the principal balance in which we owe that seller. Okay. Do you guys think that Cody and I essentially live on our um, cash flow right now? We don't. We do not. We don't because our cat, we're at a point right now where all of our cash flow just goes and buys more cash flow. Okay. So I'm not relying on this $2,300 to buy my milk, my eggs, my groceries, you know, take my wife on a date, et cetera. I'm using that $2,300 to grow my wealth. But that, this is the thing that most people would realize, not re recognize is that you are making $2,300 a month because of that 0% interest that you guys set up. Okay. It's not going, it's not going, there's no interest. Okay. Liam Keen says, who gets access to the equity in a seller finance deal? Liam, the person who owns the property. The seller does not own the property. The seller has financed you the property. You are the owner. The seller is the bank. So if, does your bank, for example, if I go out and get a loan at Bank of America or Chase, does Bank of America get my equity on a house they're lending money to me for? Absolutely not. The person who owns the property, which would be Stephen and Carolina, Actually, I hope you guys never own this property because I hope Cody and I own this property. Okay. So that's one thing. You make money on monthly cash flow is $100. You also make monthly pay down. What else are we going to make on this property, Stephen and Carolina? Depreciation. You got the depreciation. Okay. We'll go, we're going to jump into oh, depreciation more. next. What, what's another thing that we'll, we'll get that we won't be able to spend this? But Cody, will you pull up the average appreciation on Google uh, in Oregon? What's the average appreciation in Oregon? Uh, let's see. Average. Five point eight six percent. Okay, so at five point eight six percent, how much money are we making in appreciation per year on a five hundred thousand dollar home? Calculator. $29,450. $29,000. $29, the engineer, I like to do this and I write 29000 just to bother the engineers. They all are like, what? Where's the four? Where'd you put the 450 bucks? Okay. So the $29,000, we gain that in wealth, right? That is money while you sleep type of type of a situation. The other thing we get is depreciation. Cody, based on the way you, you and I utilize depreciation at an accelerated rate, how much depreciation credit would we get on this one purchase this year alone? $125,000. you are telling me that we would get $125,000 tax write-off for buying this house in our first year? Yes, sir. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So do you see how uh, uh, an established investor, Stephen and Carolina would look at this deal? Is that the, the cash flow is not amazing, right? But the pay down is amazing and the, in the appreciation is good. And the depreciation, Cody and I just had a conversation with our CPA the other day and our CPA says, Hey, um, Cody, Matt, you guys need to go buy X amount of millions of dollars of real estate before the end of the year to avoid paying taxes. We have to buy, we have to buy more properties. So I look at a deal like that and I send me that deal. Let, let us buy that deal. We'll pay you a nice assignment fee. You take that money, you reinvest it in your business and you grow and grow and grow. It's the same way I, we got into the business. Okay. 100% the first multiple creative finance deals that I did were assigned to somebody who had the financial ability to handle those deals. So I could reestablish and put cash into my business. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Malo Manderson, he says, I need to know how to start. Malo Manderson, if you need to know how to start, everybody that needs to know how to start, pull out your pencil, pull out your crayon, pull out whatever it is that you're drawing with. If all you got is mascara, pull that out. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to tell you exactly where to go to get started. Okay. Go to zero to hero rei.com and you will see Matt, Cody, and myself, mostly Matt and Cody. But Matt, Cody, and myself start a brand new business from scratch in North Carolina. And not only do we teach you how to do it, we show you how to do it. Okay. Go to zero to hero rei.com. Okay. Now, Stephen and Carolina. Yes. When are you going to send over the assignment for this deal for Cody and I to buy this? As soon as Mike locks that sucker up this week. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. We're going right. to talk about it this morning, I promise. I care more about the story with this than I care about the deal, to be honest. Okay. Okay. And why do I? Why is that, Stephen? Do you have any idea why we care about the story on this more than? Yeah, you want to know how we how we got the deal and what the everything lined up for that and and how we found this. Well, I do, I, what I'm talking about specifically is for us, for Cody and I to buy this and for you to sell this. I care about the story of that because so many, like you guys were in this world of what do we do with this deal? And you're sitting there racking your brain of like, where do we get the money to do this deal? And when I had a conversation with your partner this morning, it was like this big epiphany of like, Oh yeah, duh. Duh, let's just assign <laughs> this deal. We don't now, Carolina, you said you do have access to private money. What would keep you? And I'm gonna I, I think I, I know the answer personally, but I'm curious on your side, what would keep you from raising capital to do this deal and bringing in in um an investor? Honestly, from this point on, we've just uh we've done wholesaling. Most most of our deals have been wholesale. We haven't done any creative ourselves. Um we just yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two answers. One answer is because as my students, I teach my students assign your first couple of creative finance deals so you can watch the process and see. Just like the you've learned millions of dollars of lessons just from this one deal alone, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. So you assigning it whether it's to us or somebody else, you went through the process, you got your first creative finance deal done. Off the books, book, you know, check. Second thing is if you raise capital for this deal, guess what happens to your debt service? You no longer have a $2,700 payment to the seller in taxes and insurance. You now have a private money lender who had to bring money to the table for closing costs, furniture, et cetera. And now you've got an extra two, three or $400 a month in payments. You now are not net, net cash flowing a hundred bucks. You are negative cash flow three or $400. Right. Yep. Right. So that's why I suggested to Mike, your partner this morning, don't raise capital for this deal. Assign it to somebody that is doing deals in that area. Cody and I would buy that deal. And if Cody doesn't want to buy the deal, I'll buy the deal myself just to <laughs> freaking have the story to show people. Now, Cody, let's talk about this. Let's say this was in Arizona because Cody's more, we were texting earlier, like, hey, we have a goal to acquire another 50 holds in the next 12 months. Okay. That's our, our goal. A little bit over one a week. So if that's the case, and this was an Arizona deal, Cody, what kind of assignment fee would we talk about assign paying to Stephen and Caroline, Carolina? Now, remember, this is Arizona, and C Cody's going to give you a number in Arizona that would make sense. What kind of assignment fees have we been paying for stuff like this? I mean, most of the stuff in Arizona is anywhere from twenty five hundred to seventy five hundred, depending on cash flow and you know rate. We usually look at like, you know, what is a cash flow? What is our interest rate? What is the, you know, at market value over or under market value? So just looking at a few of those things. Got it. So that's what we, we Stephen and Carolina, I think you could demand a higher um, assignment fee on this. And the reason being is because you have a 0% interest rate, right? So what I would do is I would start at a higher number for uh, assigning this to somebody. And I would probably start at like 20 grand and I would see, can I find a buyer can I find somebody willing to pay me a $20,000 assignment fee on something like this? Here's the thing is if you bought this deal at like 420 with 0% interest, you could probably get an assignment fee of like 40 or 50 grand. 
The problem is you're already 20 grand over retail and now you're asking your buyer to not only pay 20 grand above your 20 grand over retail, but now they've got closing costs on top of your assignment fee. They've got furniture fees. So they're going to be literally 60 grand over retail. That is the reason why you couldn't swing for the fences for like a $50,000 assignment fee. Does that make sense? Yep. Do you feel like you're getting a one-on-one right now? Yeah, totally. Second it all up, please. Love it. Okay. So hopefully that so many people are like, how do I determine my assignment fee? Really, what you do is you've got to start with your buyer in mind and you got to look at it and go, you know, um, what who who is gonna be that buyer? Well, it's gonna be a Cody Pace type of person who has cash and has the ability to buy something like this because it's such a tight cash flow, but it makes sense for our business model which right now Cody and I are past the point of needing cash flow. The main thing Cody and I need right now is wealth building, which is paying down mortgages and appreciation. And along with wealth building is inflation hedging because inflation is crazy right now. So what is a good hedge against inflation, Carolina? Real estate. <laughs> Real estate, right? So if the if the dollar is going crazy and inflation's up at six, 7%. Guess what happens to real estate? It also inflates in value. So we are hedged and we're sitting good. The third thing Cody and I are really looking forward to is you, this kid, 20, are you 26? Is that 26? 27. He's 20. Okay. 27. So he's 27. And what's funny is that a 27 year old, he's got a CPA telling him, you have to go buy $4 million of real estate this year before in the next four months, you got to buy, you know, three, $4 million of real estate or else you're paying taxes. I wish that was being told to me at 27 years old. <laughs> How freaking cool. So you're, that's your buyer, right? Your buyer is somebody that fits that avatar. Somebody that's like, I need this deal. Even though I won't see the cash flow on a, day, a monthly basis, I'm not going to be able to buy my groceries with this. However, every year, this one house will make your buyer about $50,000 in wealth. Nice. Okay, between between paying down that mortgage of $2300 and also the appreciation of the 29 grand a year. So, you add those both up, you're at you're over $50,000. You're at like $52, $53,000 in wealth building and at our tax rate, okay? So, if I get a $125,000 tax credit for Cody and my business, that is an effective savings, a real savings in year one, a real savings of about, what would you say, Cody, $50,000, something like that in real tax savings? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. So, do, do, Carolina, do you understand that about the 125 grand credit? Um, the depreciation, is that what you calculated there? Yeah. So, let's say that in our wholesale business, we made $125,000. Mm-hmm. In that 125000 we would have paid something like, 30% taxes on that $125,000, right? So if we get $125,000 credit, that means there's 30% of that tax. Is that It gets a little bit confusing there. But l- here, let me do the math real quick because I want to make sure everybody understands depreciation. It's not that we get $125,000. It means that $125,000 of our taxable income gets waived essentially, okay? So let's look at that just really, really quick. And then we can jump. I want to know about how you guys got this deal. Okay. So let's say that Cody and I, we go make $125,000 in our wholesale business, then that's profit. Okay. At our tax rate, we will end up paying probably 30%, somewhere around this. Uh, actually, our tax rate, we'd be somewhere around 50%, okay, between everything. But the kind of the average wholesaler is going to be about 30%. So let's just go off that fit, that 30%, okay? So at the end of the day, as a wholesaler, I don't get to keep my $125,000 in assignment fees. So many people do not understand this. So I really am at $125,000. What is my, what would I pay in taxes on this? It seems like I'd be at about 40 grand. Thirty-seven thousand five hundred. Okay, so that means thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars that would have gone to the IRS 
right? Instead of it going to the IRS, Cody and I actually get to keep that money because we got a $125,000 tax credit from that one house. So it saved, it actually saved us $37,500 in real taxes. This one year, think about this, Stephen and Carolina, this one, in our first year of owning this property. That's awesome. Let's look at this. What's $2,300 in mortgage pay down times 12? 27,600. Okay, 27,600. What it was our pre, what was our oh and then plus our $29,000 in appreciation, right? Right. Then the next thing is it saves us real money of $37,500. What is that total amount? Ninety-four thousand one hundred. Okay, we will make on this one house ninety-four thousand one hundred dollars in our first year on this house. Wow! On a house that only cash flows one hundred dollars. <laughs> this is the stuff that nobody talks about. This is the stuff that is true wealth building. So, Stephen and Carolina, if you guys decide you want to keep this deal, I would not be upset. <laughs> Okay. Uh, by the way, look what Ted Miller says. He says, I would really recommend selling Pace that deal. It really worked out fantastic for me. So whether you guys sell that deal or you guys keep that deal, I hope you can understand now at this point, what is the value of that deal, even though it's only cash flowing $100 a month? That's amazing. Yeah. Now well, we do plan on wholesaling it, by the way. Too, so we love it, please, it please, please, please. And w w here's the thing: is if you guys, um, if you guys wholesale that deal to us, I, I'll do the same thing I did for Ted Miller. We will fly you out and gift you the mastermind. Oh, cool! Oh my gosh, that's awesome! I got goosebumps. That's so nice. <laughs> that's so nice. Thank you. Wow. Well, you know, we're going to make $94,700 million. So here's, let, let's go on a caveat because I got a couple of questions. Cody, do you and I want a hundred of these deals that are only cash flowing a hundred dollars a month? No. Right. He's a hundred percent right. This is not the deal that we want every single day. But however, if we get a deal that's cash flowing a hundred dollars a month and it has 0% attached to it, we would buy probably... 10% of our properties. I don't know. What do you think? Five, 10% of our properties that way? Yeah. Cause we could bundle that. Like, you know, for every entity we have, we have, you know, typically you're holding around 10 properties per entity. So in that entity, there's already other ones, cash flowing, cash flowing Airbnbs, cash flowing rentals. So if we throw one in there, that saves us almost a hundred grand in taxes uh, and, you know, other income on the deal. It's like, you know, we could throw that one in and, you know, it's fine to help us with taxes. Now, um, I'm so excited about this deal, mostly because of the story attached to it. That's why I won't even let you talk because I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to fit all this in. It's such a great conversation. Um, it's not really a conversation. It's a one-way Pace talking the whole time, and I apologize. But look at this question that Joe Wilson has. Hey, Pace, when you say Cody and you have to buy $4 million in real estate, is that hard cash? Let me ask, let me let Cody answer that question. No. So that 4 million in real estate is purchase price. So that could be financed in any sort of way. Uh, that could be cash. It could be cash, but we're definitely not going to be buying those cash. It's always going to be financed with some sort of loan, whether it's seller carry, maybe it's a sub two, or maybe we do go to a, a portfolio lender and get a loan, but it's never, we never use our own cash. It's just not a good use of cash. Yes. So let's reiterate that one more time. We never use our own cash. So let's talk about that just real quick. Okay. What this means at the end of the day is that Cody and I, if we buy this deal, not if, but when we buy this deal from Stephen and Carolina, that means we just acquired $500,000 of real estate and we only used twenty thousand dollars of cash for the down payment to which is Steven and Carolina's down. Um, let's say it's their assignment fee. Hypothetically, Cody's going to be like, no, give them 2,500 bucks, right? Whatever. We'll figure that out. But let's say it ends up being 20 grand for an assignment fee plus closing costs, right? Let's say that's another $3,000 and then plus furniture and Airbnb setup, let's say is another $15,000, something like that. 
we will acquire $500,000 in real estate. Actually, here's what ends up happening. We, for us on tax purposes, we will actually get a write-off based on $540,000, which is the all-inclusive purchase of what it costs us to acquire that deal. So we will knock, if, we, if our goal is to buy $4 million in real estate, we just knocked $540,000 off of that goal by utilizing roughly $40,000 in cash. Um, what's the breakdown of the best sub two or seller finance deal you have right now? Well, best is, is really interesting conversation because we've got deals where Cody and I bought houses where the seller paid the closing costs, the seller gave us 0% interest and the seller did not ask for a down payment and we make like a thousand dollars a month. Okay. The, uh, what's that house on 78th or whatever that is, that crazy, really good mobile home. Like, yeah, it's one of those it's one great. of those crazy good deals. However, Cody and I also have Airbnbs where we're making anywhere between $2,000 and one of the Airbnbs in our portfolios is making a net of $13,000 a month. Okay, so it but that deal costs money to get into, right? So it kind of depends on what what way we're going, right? Um Jeff says, I don't think I've ever heard you say, how much are you leveraged on your total portfolio? I would say it's at least a couple dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. It's millions. Um, this is an interesting, uh, Cody, can Mike Anderson t buy deals from us on cre the creative finance deals that we're not taking down? If there are ones that we don't <laughs> take down, sure. But Mike, we, we, take all of them down. we take them all down. We get so many people here locally and you can tell, look at Mike Anderson's profile picture. Where do you think he lives? Looks like Phoenix. <laughs> he definitely li lives in Phoenix and I, we know Mike. So my, Mike, so many people reach out to us and ask us this same question. Hey, Pace, I'm moving to Arizona. Can I buy one of your guys' sub two deals? And my reply is LOL. <laughs> we keep them all. We keep everything. We need them. We need all of them. <laughs> right. Um, Matthew Beard says, I remember the Allens from Zero to Hero. Steven, you had some of the best oh. questions in Zero to Hero. We appreciate it. I love Zero to Hero. It was so awesome. Again, so much from there. Implementing everything we learned there. Yep. Guys, Zero to Hero. Oh, that's great. Zero to REI.com if you guys have not gotten access to that. So now that I've gotten my excitement out <laughs> for you guys. I, I just want to oh, I just want to remind you guys that you don't find these deals. I don't even care where this deal came from. We're going to ask where this deal came from. I don't care where this deal came from at the end of the day for what I'm about to say. You guys deserve this deal because you guys take action. I don't care if it came from a referral. I don't care if it came from your VAs. I don't care if it came from door knocking. You guys got a deal like this because you took freaking action and you have faith in the process. So congratulations to you. But Tell us how you got the deal. You know what? It was one of the VAs from Start Virtual. It was no like, way. Yeah, yep, yeah. it was. <laughs> and yeah, it, it was crazy. Wow. I mean, we've had a VA for, gosh, since January. We went, this, this is our fourth one, and we finally got a deal. <laughs> it's been a while. But I, I will see the first two VAs, I, we were not doing We weren't it doing right. it. We, yeah, Thank we God started with Zero that Hero. before Zero Hero. And then yeah. when Zero Hero came, we completely changed the structure of how we, our team works. Oh, we had this a daily is what meeting. you're supposed to do. We yeah. saw how it was supposed to be done, and we mimicked that. Monkey see, monkey do. Yep. Isn't that crazy how much of a difference it makes when you manage your VAs differently oh, yeah. and, like, how you interact with them differently, how the results just, like, it's literally night and day, right? Yep. It really yep. is. Yep. We treat them like that's family awesome. now. I mean, because they're part of our team. I mean, that's, yes. that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yep. Well, tell that. your VAs tomorrow on Monday that you will only accept zero down, 0% interest seller finance. <laughs> <from now on. laughs> that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> that is. So, but I think the key question on that was um, um, in that seller script that we followed. You know, Matt gave us that script and we went through that and tweaked it a little bit as we go along. And when we got uh, past the motivation, figured that out got to the um our cash offers we told them you know there's other ways we buy offers and uh the others on terms is that something you're open to hearing about he said yes and then it went to our acquisition manager mike he took it from there and got it locked up or he's trying to get it locked up he's got worked out the terms and everything so so um cody where can people find good virtual assistants to help them out 
startvirtual.com. Um, so Steven, did you guys, you said you didn't, uh, your first couple of VAs were not working Were those start virtual VAs or were they somewhere else? No, they were elsewhere. Um, you know, we, but we weren't hands-on like we are, we were taught in the zero to hero piece, you know, it's like a big piece of it. A couple of things, Huge go do calls and yeah, we didn't att attend to them at all. They we weren't part we of the team. We didn't know any better, to be honest. Um, so the zero to hero was just awesome information and we, impl we were implementers, like we learn it, we do it. So that's what we did. And then how, it works. Yeah. How cool is it, by the way, that you guys get to work together in your business? Oh, it's absolutely awesome. <laughs> are you guys, are you guys, uh, here's what I find is that when married couples hang out so much, like in their work um, environment, they end up having more children because they're around each other way too much. Nope. <laughs> we're up to three and we're that's done. done. <laughs> three down. was the cap, huh? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Got it. And now we're so, in teenager phase, so we're, yeah, no. <laughs> mm, love it. So you've got your VA ends up bringing the lead, mm -hmm. follows the script that Matt laid out. What was the first conversation with the seller like? You know, Mike, I wish we had Mike on here because he's the one that really did all the, com the talking with the homeowner. Um, but it's everything that we've learned from the sub two community, really. The daily dial has just been just amazing how we structure those conversations. Um, okay. Yeah. So I want to, I want to stop right there because you just answered a missing piece in so many people's minds. Okay. What I love about you guys is that you realize you don't have to be the person closing the deal and talking to the seller, right? Right. You, you need to take action. And Cody talks about it all the time. It's who, not how, right? The how is already like you, we've already laid out how to do it. You now need to go find the who. So you go find the, the right VA. You also ha are given the system for that. You then are like, we don't have the confidence or the know how to explain all of these things to the seller quite yet. We're just kind of starting in sub two and we need somebody to help us. So what do you do? You leverage somebody in the community, which is, is yep. sub two, not the greatest community on planet. And that's exactly what we did. You know, we, you always say squat up. So we went out and said, Hey, is anyone interested in working with us on these? And we found, we found Matt and we found a couple others and, um, we're working yeah, with them. It's been great. It's been absolutely great. So I mean, if anyone's interested in, uh, squatting up with us, yeah, definitely. We're open to that. Cody. You imagine if when you first started in real estate and when you were an agent and you were cold calling for four years straight, six hours a day or whatever it was, that you actually would have a community like this that we've built together? It's insane. I mean, I, I, I think to when I was doing that and it's like I was like dying to find community to be able to, you know, talk about deals with and, you know, be able to learn um, without you know, there's no real clear direction. Like all you could do, you know, a few years back was you could buy courses online. You watch the same wholesale course to learn the same five things from everyone's course and no real communities to be able to join some events you could go to, but then you leave and you're like, now I've, now I, I learned some stuff that to do, but then there's no follow-up and no, no community. It's a, it's the community that makes it. A hundred percent. Yeah. So you guys haven't had to have too many conversations with the seller. You've kind of let your your partner on this deal run it, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we checked it on him. We talked to him. I mean, he was keeping us posted on what was going on. And like I said, we talked to him again this morning after he talked to you. So, yeah. Yeah, he was, I, I my advice, did you go back and watch the Zoom? Oh, I haven't reposted. You haven't posted it yet. You have, yeah. My advice to him was in the very first minute of him explaining the deal to me, I was like, Mike, I, I really do feel like you, you're sitting here structuring the back end of this thing and you actually haven't gotten the contract. Like, go get the contract. Let's, let's move forward. And then I went back, I go, tell me the structure you think the seller's okay with. And he told me that. And I was like, bro, I'm telling you, you spent way too much time on the back end. But this gives me so much confidence for him to continually stay on the phone for you because he's so he's obviously very good at talking to sellers. Yeah, he really is. Yep. So at the end of the day, like um, you guys need to take whatever money you make from this deal, obviously pay yourselves first, right? Get paid on this deal, but then reinvest and reinvest because obviously you have a win winning formula. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the plan for sure. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were so excited. We were just over the moon when we heard that that he got it. So or he's getting it. I mean. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. How dope. I love that. <laughs> Cody's like, please don't make me buy a deal in Oregon. 
that I want to see the deal here. See, see the story. See the. I got to see some pics. Get some more info. You guys will have a place to stay when you come visit. Yes. Oregon what part of is Oregon nice are you guys in? Summer. It's really We're nice. Portland metro summer. area. Yeah, just yeah. outside of Portland. I was in Portland last year during that whole thing last year. Like the whole downtown was basically like blocked off and all the stuff yeah, that was going on. That was craziness. And I was like, I'm not moving to Portland anytime soon, but this town is unbelievably cool. I went to Cannon Beach and on my way to Cannon Beach, I went up to, I think it's Astoria. Where, mm -hmm. where, where does the Goonies house? What city is that? Astoria. Yep. Went to the Goonies house. I saw it from a distance because the people that own it are like, please stay away from our house. You idiots that love Goonies. <laughs> And then we stayed in Portland for a week and I had a blast. It was amazing. Oh, how cool. That's great. Yeah, I wish you guys were students back then. We would have hung out. I know. Yeah, we, we wish just we barely joined. missed it. Yeah. Yeah. We wish we joined way, way before. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is like, uh, um, here's what I love right now. Okay. Because Steve has been so amazing. And uh, by the way, Carolina, I see you in the background. Like he's on the Zoom and I see you in the background on the phone, right? Like getting stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to you. But like this week, I don't know if you saw the group, um, the Facebook post I just made, but we will end up having 22 Zooms this week wow. that I don't want you to go to. Well, I, wait, there are too many of them. We just, we pick what we need to work yeah. on, get our problem, and then go find what how to follow it, it at is. that point. That's there it is. That's it. That's the thing is like we, these Zooms are all so different, right? It's like daily dial with Caroline obviously has helped you guys out a lot of like oh, understanding how to talk to sellers and get you comfortable. Yep. One thing we're doing tomorrow that's something we've never done before is we're calling it flight school. Okay. Oh. Where students who have never spoken to a seller, we have a student who before they joined sub two and before they joined the mastermind had spent close to a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars in previous education systems. And when we asked him, how many sellers have you spoken to? What was his answer? Zero. Zero. Oh. And so what Cody and I did and Matt came up with is we said, let's come up with flight school. Let's talk about how do we get students to jump on the phone with a seller, but not force them into the water. What you essentially do is let Pace make the call and have the student on three-way as my partner. And I give the student three or four sentences to insert when they think is appropriate into a conversation that I control. So it's essentially teaching them how to swim, but taking them into the water with you, right? So they have floaties on and they feel like that first couple of conversations. So that's happening tomorrow. For the, I've never done anything like that. So it's a new thing we're trying out. That is amazing. Yep. So, wow. so people are like, I'm afraid to talk to sellers. It's like, okay, well, let's try flight school where the whole conversation is taken care of for you. And all you have to do is introduce yourself to a yourself, the seller and then ask the seller maybe one or two questions about the condition of their home. And that's it. And then yeah. we do another call and another call and we insert more and more and more. What's even cooler than flight school is what you guys did where you partnered up with somebody in the community and you were like, yo, we need somebody to talk to our sellers for us because we've got so many leads. We didn't even know how to handle them all. And look how that's happening. That's so freaking dope. So a um, couple more questions. Um, how many leads are you generating right now per day in your business? I wish I could say we were generating a ton, but it's really not. Is it like one to two a day? Yeah, yeah one about one to two. Yeah, perfect. That's what a VA should be producing a good quality lead. I mean, you're going to get some leads where people even forget that they, you know, even talk to your person like those are that sometimes is a lead where your VA will input them into your CRM and you call them the next day or even 30 minutes later, like who, who are you talking about? Who are you? Right? You'll get some of those. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, that VA is already getting on the path of get, getting you guys a deal. Do you have other deals that are getting close to getting signed in your pipeline? Yes. yes. Yeah, we have. Um, so we do driving for dollars. We also partner up with another investor in Maryland that mm -hmm. does driving for dollars there. So cold calling those leads that are coming in and um, yeah. Yeah. And then Facebook leads coming in and the, uh, yeah, well, you've got, we've got the Sherwood one too. And the, yeah, there's a bunch of different, yeah, I have one that a wholesaler actually brought to me here locally. Um, so just I was kind to him and, you know, he kind of needed help. It wasn't a good cash offer. Um, so I'm basically took it over and he's going to get a, a finder's fee for it um, once we lock that up. And I, I actually get to talk to the it's a probate. 
Um, so the executor, I get to talk to him tomorrow. I presented a sub two hybrid option. Um, and he was very, very intrigued with that when I He's very excited it. about getting that that money each month for the the person Equity. the heir. Yeah. You know what's yeah. interesting, is, uh, Stephen and Carolina, is that there are literally probably, I don't know, 30 million people in the nation that understand real estate pretty well. And less than 1% of those people could ever say they know what a hybrid sub to <laughs> seller finances. So think about the knowledge that you guys have. That is powerful. The conversations you can have with the seller that a wholesaler simply just can't. Agreed. So what do you, so you many, uh, different exit strategies that we weren't aware of before? It's just absolutely amazing. Mind blowing. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about giving out your guys's contact information for the people in here who are not sub two students? Obviously, the I sub two community. Oh, yeah, knows absolutely. Them. Yeah. I love that. I love helping people out because I know this that this arena is not easy when you're first starting out. So yeah, I can't help everybody, but um, definitely, you know, if someone's definitely taking action and they have motivated sellers and they don't know what to do, I'd I'd love to be able to help out. Yeah, they, okay, they so how do we do that? You want to give out your email or do you want to give out a, a cell phone number? Because you'll get blown up and people will not <laughs> you. can you find up. me on Facebook. And honestly, Stephen still has his nine to five. So if you contact him, it'll be a while. But if you want me to, I, I do this full time. So yeah. <laughs> reach out to me, Carolina yeah. Allen is the last name. Yeah, okay, Carolina Carol at QHRI.com. Say and that again. Also visit. What's that? Say that again. I want to type it in and put it up on the screen. It's Carolina at qhrei.com. Q-R-H-Q-H. It's on our little title thing right here on the on the screen. Oh, I see it. Q-H-R-E-I.com. Yep. Or find me on Facebook. Yeah, or find our Facebook. Um, I've got actually a separate page on there. If you put a slash JV with us, you can fill out the form and, and we can contact you that way too. Oh, that's dope. Let's put that on the screen. Type it in the chat and I'll throw it up on the screen. Um, so Carolina at qhrei.com, right? Got it. And I'm going to throw that up on the screen here. Cody, do you have any questions for them? Because I've just been so excited about this topic of like just trying to get people to have an epiphany that they can assign these types of deals. Yeah. What What's next for you guys? What's the next What's the next most important thing that you guys need to focus on right now? I'm um, keeping that lead pipe full. Um, that's that's the number one thing. And, um, you know, finding other people to JV with because that's, you know, if we have our own strengths, but if they've got other things or they've got the leads coming in or something they don't know how to close or structure, we're happy to help with that too. Cause I'm, you know, we've got a huge community that'll help us with that. And yeah. Yeah. I love that. So getting that VA going, um, obviously is helpful than getting, um, some driving for dollars you said you guys are doing as well. Yep. I love that. So I, I think, um, I think those are a couple of great things to, to be doing. I, I think one thing that you could do, Carolina, as well, um, if you aren't already to supplement the leads is maybe doing some texting yourself directly. So while your VA is calling, generating some leads, you could do some texting, generating some leads yourself as well. Um, I always like that um, kind of in your in the dynamic that you guys have, because then you have some leads coming in from that. You have some leads, you know, from some other wholesalers you're networking with. And then on the text leads, you're, you know, creating some more conversations and it's, a, it's easier to do that than cold call. You know, it's, it's more enjoyable. You could be, you know, communicating with other wholesalers and doing other things while you're on your computer texting and getting some leads coming in that way too. So, um, I would, I would definitely look at doing that as well if it's in the budget. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually did set up a, um, batch, um, was it, uh, not batch leads, batch, batch leads to do that too. So nice. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are on, you guys are on the right path. I love it. I'm excited for you guys. That's so cool. It's been, it's been fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, you guys take action. I think, you know, that's the thing that is a huge differentiator is that I would much rather have a mess of a business of, I'm not saying your business is a mess <laughs> by any means. I'm just saying me personally, I would prefer to have a mess of a business where I have things to actually solve, right? So many people just want to accumulate, accumulate, accumulate data. And then they're digesting data all day, all day long. I would rather digest situations and problems I'm having. Like for example, a zero down 0% interest deal I would rather be asking questions about a real deal that I'm interfaced with 
or a wholesaler like Carolina, you're running into a wholesaler bringing a deal to you that's a hybrid. Now you've got real questions to ask, right? It's the difference between interesting information and important information. And because you guys are taking action, all the information coming to you becomes important. It's not just interesting. Yep. yep. How freaking dope are you two? My gosh. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Cody, would you like to see them come to the mastermind or what? Would you like to see them come to the mastermind after selling yeah. the deal? That'd be awesome. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Love it. So Carolina at QHREI.com. What else do you guys have to say before we tune out? Usually we keep the, these podcasts to 45 minutes to an hour and we're now over an hour. So what, what do we got for final words? Do you want more people to reach out to you? If you do want them to reach out to you, what do you want them to reach out to you about? Well, I would say if you have a seller and you don't really know how to structure the deal, um, definitely reach out to us. I'd love to help. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, as long as you're out there doing it, I mean, I, I can't, I can't teach you all of it, but I can definitely hold your hand and help you. So this yeah, is what, this is what I'm going to say. Okay. And I get a lot of people that come on our podcast that come to me and go, man, I wish I said this one thing to people before I gave them my email. And the one thing is what you just said, Carolina, <laughs> I don't make money from educating you all day long. So <laughs> let's do deals together. Yep. Yeah. Right. The time and energy that you and Steven are going to spend helping people out needs to be on actual problems that these people are running into in their actual business, on, not on hey, actual deals. Where right. are you guys getting your leads from? No. <laughs> guys, we already told you where to go get the leads. If you want help from Carolina and Steven, please bring a lead, bring a problem, bring something you guys can have a real conversation about, not something where it's like, please teach me and give me free information. Yeah the best way to pay for information is to do a deal with somebody. Right guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. Happy to do that. Yep. All day long. Amazing. Yeah, the other way you can, um, you can do a deal with us is if you've got something under contract and the numbers make sense and you need help with dispo, um, we can help try to find a buyer for you too. Cause we've got a great network of buyers available too. As long as the numbers, as make long sense. as the numbers make sense. <laughs> love, it. love it. Love it. Love it. That's the key. Yes. Cody, take us home, my brother. Amazing. Well, happy Sunday, everybody. I hope everybody has an amazing week this week. And if for those of you when you're driving or to work or home from work, you can listen to Sunday service on Spotify and iTunes as well. Um, how, can people send here, us, how can people send us deals in areas we want? Arizona, North Carolina. Yes, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, Florida, North Carolina. Those are kind of the three main markets. There's a few other markets we could help you dispo in as well. Um, but you could reach out to you get Tyler's info. Should we give out time? We'll just give out Tyler's email. I'm not going <laughs> to give out Tyler's out. email. Now, guys, uh, we don't want uh, Cody and I don't want to do deals nationwide. Okay. We've already learned that there's so many opportunities out there that we, uh, what we usually do is if you reach out to me and it's not in Arizona, North Carolina, I personally buy in Atlanta. I personally buy in Vegas. Cody would do creative finance deals with me and hold those for Airbnbs in those markets as well. But if you have some creative finance deals that you need a buyer on, we will buy those. Outside of that, this is what we do. You have a cash deal outside of our areas. I just refer all of that to my students. Okay. 100% of those deals go to our students. In fact, I have a, one of our students, Matt, DM me, said he's making a hundred grand on the mobile home park list that um, actually, no, here's what it was. One of our students gives out the mobile home park list to a non-student. That non-student generates a lead and brings the deal to me. Goes, tries to go around our student and brings the deal to me. It's a, it's a mobile home park. I then refer it back to the whole, the student, not knowing that the student was the one that originally gave him the lead in the first place. And the student goes, Oh my gosh, dude, how'd this guy get a hold of you? I'm like, I don't, I don't know, but I'm referring <laughs> it back to you. I don't know the guy. And he goes, I do. I'm the one that gave him the list. Yeah. So guys, I refer everything back to the students to do the deals. Okay. Cody and I and Matt really only buy, want to buy in a couple of areas and we're very select on stuff. So if you guys need help, if you're a non-student of sub two and you need help in an individual city or state, DM us and I'll push you to one of our students in um, one of those states. But Carolina and Steven can help you dispo 
multiple areas. They can also help you get on the phone with your seller. They can help you structure deals, help you comp, have you look, have them look at deals for you. Did you just hear Carolina say sub two hybrid? I mean, she knows <laughs> what the hell she's talking about, guys. Cody, what's uh, Tyler's information? I put it in the email. Um, oh, but for those listening, Tyler at AmericaHomeOffers.com. You could email Tyler. We'll get a link for next week because since he's new, newer into that role, we'll uh, we'll get a link for people next week to submit directly. Okay, let's see here. Let's see. Where is that? I got to find it so we can put, throw it up there. Oh, there it is. Tyler at American America home offers.com. You can email deals in AZ, North Carolina, Florida, Texas, Nevada, and Georgia. Um, guys, Steven and Carolina. Yes. Yes. I'm so sorry that I talked the whole time. I'm just so excited for you guys. Okay. We right. absorbed it. Yeah. It's always fun seeing you. Yeah. Guys, we appreciate you tremendously. Thank you so much for being so active in the community and giving back to everybody inside of, of sub two. You supported Matt, like Steven, you were probably like top five, my favorite people during zero to hero, just watching you and seeing the questions you were asking, bro. Thank you so much. You made that zero to hero so much better being there and being so amazing. So thank you. Now guys, Sunday service day. out. We are going to see you guys next Sunday, 7 p.m. Arizona time. Cody's YouTube, my YouTube. See you guys next week. Bye-bye.